Welcome from the deep. I am Mike the Finder. And I am Book of Breath. And today we are talking about the 2022 film Violent Night, directed by Tommy Warcola, written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller, stars David Harbour, John Leguizamo, and Alex Hassel. We both saw this in theaters. We have never done a review here on this channel that we have both had to go to a theater for. And I think this was your first time in a theater in what, like two years? Years. Um, I have uh, I have social issues and going to really like cramped, not cramped, but like busy movie theaters is not my thing. Yeah, I mean, that's but, fair. But I found out that the theater near me does like morning showings, which is just perfect for me. And um, it was funny because uh, right up until the movie started, the theater was empty. And then the very last second, three people walked in and I went, God damn it. I saw this trailer, I don't know, whenever it dropped, what was that, a month ago or so, something like that? L yes, around that. Um, and I really like David Harbour. That's that's a thing for me. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. So that is because you've never watched Stranger Things. He is a oh. main actor in Stranger Things. He was also okay. uh, the new Hellboy. I don't know if you saw that, the, the one from a no. few years ago. No. I really liked him in this. He was fantastic in this. Yeah, I think he's actually the perfect choice. You know, I was not sure what to expect out of this, but I, I'm going to have to go ahead and agree. So before we get into this, let's do what we always do. Do you want to give us a synopsis? Then we'll jump over to IMDb and uh, um, see what that says. So this is basically Die Hard meets Bad Santa. Um, it is basically what this movie is in, in, in a very, very, very vague nutshell. Um, uh, Santa who is a very, like, downtrodden, depressed Santa because of the state of the world, is going about his night when he gets involved in basically a home invasion slash robbery with a very, very wealthy family whose matriarch is uh, Beverly D'Angelo. Um, if you've never seen Beverly D'Angelo, she's been in just a ton of stuff throughout the years. She's absolutely fantastic. She is the mom in the National Lampoon movies with Chevy Chase. Um, and I gotta say, seeing her go from Christmas vacation to this was uh, night and day. Well, I it is interesting that they kind of that they put her in this because she is one of the people that I think of when I think of like Christmas movies that I love watching. Yeah. Um, so as we usually do, let's go over to the podcast drive in here. Uh, Violent Night 2022 rated R. It's an hour and 52 minutes. Has 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. That's pretty interesting. It's an action comedy crime movie. Um, and this says the one sentence synopsis here is when a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. So let's just go ahead and start off with your, um, with your overall thoughts on this. We will talk about some specifics, then we'll talk about the ending, and then we'll get into our ratings. Um, it's a ton of fun, um, although it felt like I was the only one in the theater having any fun through this because no one else in the theater was laughing at the parts that were really funny, and there are a lot of really funny parts in this movie. But overall, it's just, it's really well done. It's a fun, uh, violent Christmas movie, again, along the lines of like Die Hard and stuff like that. So it is a Christmas movie, but not one that I will be sitting down with my daughter to watch. Um, it's uh, it's well acted. Uh, John Leguizamo is really really good in this. Um, David Harbour is absolutely fantastic. All the actors are actually really good in this. 
Um, it's, I mean, it's shot well. Just overall, it's a very fun holiday movie that I would definitely recommend. It's definitely worth going and seeing. I would say that. Yeah, I mean, I, not to completely re- reiterate everything you just said, um, but I had a lot of fun with this. This is yeah. a this is a very fun ride, and I have been watching a ton of killer Santa Claus movies recently. Um, and Shocking! Like I, I know, I know, but f- so for me, this was kind of a I wasn't really sure what to expect because I went into this thinking it was as you said, Die Hard meets Bad Santa. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a good way to look at it, but because of that preconceived thought I had of what it was, I went into this kind of uh, kind of thinking that it was going to be too diehard esque, and I was worried that this was going to be nothing but a really shallow action movie. But the twist is that it's Santa killing everybody, uh, and yeah. that's not what it ended up being. And I was pleasantly surprised by that. You know, David Harbor is a very good action star, in my opinion. And I think that he could be massive if he wants to be and and continues to choose the right projects the way he has thus far. I think Hellboy kind of flopped a little bit now that I think about it. But um, more often than not, he's choosing really good projects to work on. And I think he's the perfect um, depressed Santa Claus in this movie. It's yeah right off the bat. I, I was like all of the stuff that I was worried about right off the bat got thrown out the window because of the first scene where he's in that bar. And it really sets the tone for what this movie is going to be really well, um, because you get to know who he is almost instantly with how drunk and depressed he is and talking about the world. And um, from that point on, I was kind of like, oh, this might actually have some heart to it. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that I took away from it. It's gory, but not too gory. It's mm-hmm. filled with action, wow. but it's not too filled with action. Well, for me, there, for me, there, there's, there's, uh, well, that's a that that's a low bar. Okay, well, um, I mean that's but, fair. But uh, now there is there is one scene or one death scene at the very very end that is just it's brutal. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, and hysterical at the same time that's what that that was something this movie did so well like the things that are supposed to be like really dark i feel like they go it's not that they go way over the top uh in in like an annoying sense but like like the very final death scene is so over the top that it's hysterical yeah i i I mean i totally agree uh another one that pops into my head is the uh ice skate kill with the, the ice skate, um, that was something that I that I thought was really well done. Uh, another thing that they do is they kind of do a play on the Home Alone thing with all of the traps and yep. stuff, and the nail through the the, the bottom of the guy's jaw uh, was also very cool. It was very CGI and kind of digital looking, but it was all but it was also really cool. Um, there was also there are also a couple references to a uh, Die Hard in here. This movie is very aware of what it is. Yeah, and like, I was actually worried about aware. that going into it because I was I yeah. was like they. I really thought that this was going to be uh, uh, when I first heard of this. I I thought it was going to be more like uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and and that is like a straight up killer Santa Claus movie. And mm. and I think what makes this movie work is that it's not a killer Santa Claus movie. Santa Claus right. is, is is running around killing people, but he's not he's not us. It's not a slasher format. He's also super reluctant to do it. Exactly. At first. And like and even I when he's getting that. his ass kicked, even when he's getting his ass kicked, he like, like that like that uh that dude in the billiards room 
where where he's he's like, I don't want to kill you. I don't yeah. want to kill you. Um, the thing I really like is we get this teeny tiny, just enough or just enough of an amount of backstory on why Santa's a badass. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really cool because without that, it's just Santa inexplicably with military skills, yeah. basically. Yeah, and he's all and jacked and huge and yeah. stuff. And, yeah. and we get we get just enough of a backstory on why he is the way that he is, and it actually really works. Um, it, it could have very, very easily gone way off too much in that direction, and it doesn't. It gives us just enough to go, oh, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with that. The moment he takes his shirt off to, like, to like sew himself up and he has all these like Icelandic and Celtic looking tattoos. Um, I was like, Oh man, that's a really interesting choice. But then it pays off almost immediately of like, they answer why he has those tattoos. Right. And it's super cool. Like it's, it's yeah. something you don't see ever touched on when we're talking about Santa. And, and it's like, it's such a cool twist on the entire thought and story of what Santa is. Yeah. And and I think the biggest thing that I took away from this is how much heart it has as well. Like I, you know, when I, when I was saying that I was too worried about it being Die Hard, Die Hard is, I, if you guys remember, we, we did review that last year. I think uh, it's called, is Die Hard actually a Christmas movie? We'll link that up top mm. up here if you want to hear our full thoughts on Die Hard. Um, but the gist of my thoughts last year on Die Hard were kind of uh, too shallow, not enough anything other than action, mm. action, action. And so when right. I went into this, everybody is branding this diehard Santa. Um, and so I was worried that there wasn't going to be anything other than just action. And the thing that, that stuck out to me the most is how much like Christmas spirit and heart this has. That's something mm -hmm. that regardless of how gory and actiony and heisty this, this movie is, it, it, it still has this way about it. That's very sweet and and loving and i actually really really enjoyed that out of it yeah yeah we, we we get a lot out of like none of the characters feel um vapid they all have yes. uh they all have other than the kid to them and he's supposed to in, in one way well yeah <laughs> I, you know I, I i i was like what's going on everybody <laughs> like, oh i wanted him to i wanted him to die so bad i knew you I would wanted, yeah I, I wanted him to die so bad but then like you know what the poor kid's name is Bertrude. <laughs> And that was such a funny joke. And yeah. again, this is what I'm sitting in the theater. That happens and I start laughing my ass off. No one else in the theater was laughing. No one else See, is laughing. See, that's surprising to me because the theater that I saw it in, there were probably, I don't know, 10 to 15 other people there. And there were people cheering and yelling and at one part where he's talking about, I'm known by many names, one of the guys to the right, this actually made me laugh a lot, goes, Popo Gijo. <laughs> <laughs> and that, like, he didn't miss a beat. Like, it was like, I'm known as St. Nick, this, that. And then the guy in the theater goes, Popo Gijo. <laughs> um, but like, the, the audience I saw it with, and, and you know, this is something we don't typically talk about because we mostly watch movies at home. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's that's what you kind of miss out of going to a theater, especially a morning a morning show or something like that. Although that yeah. was your, that was the point. Um, but yes, I think the the point was to not be around people, right? But I but I think that is something that I have missed a lot. I've gone to 
I saw Dune. I saw the Muppets in theaters. I've seen um, several things over the last year or so. And I, I have kind of rediscovered how much I love going to a theater. It's like just walking through the halls and stuff and the smell mm-hmm. and, and the whole atmosphere is that something I, did I enjoy. really missed. And it's not something yeah. you realize you miss until you're back in it and you're like, oh man, right. right. And I think well, this- let's- Let's let, let's be clear. I'm fully aware that me needing to go to a theater with as few people as possible is a me thing. I want right. to make that very, very clear. It's got nothing to do with other people. Right. That's totally just a me thing. And yeah, that, that well, my, is one of the things that I, that, that, that I wish uh, I could go to theaters that were more packed because uh, because that is a fun part of like sharing the experience with other people. Yeah, I, and well, but that's the thing. Is that like uh, my point in saying all of this is that this movie is actually a fantastic movie to get you to a theater if you haven't been to a theater in a long time. Yeah. Um, this is a great reason to go see an, a, a Christmas horror movie, even though it's not a horror movie. Um, it's it's gory like a horror movie is. Yeah. Uh, and but it's got the action of the action movies and it's got the heart of a lot of Christmas movies. And I think that's why it works so well. It's not shallow anywhere. The ideas no. are all super shallow and it could be just a one or the other, like a really crappy horror movie, a really crappy action movie or a really crappy Christmas movie. But it's it does all of those things really well, which is yep. I, I, I think the biggest the biggest thing I took away from it. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's the thing. All the characters in this movie are the exact right amount of likable or unlikable in relation to who their characters are. Yeah. Um even the even the people that are terrible people in this movie and the ones that we find out later on that are terrible who we didn't think they were at first. Um it's none of it's like over the top in one way or the other. Like all of these characters are built and written very, very well. Yeah. Um, and th- th- the way we get that a lot is everything. Th- they seem to react naturally on screen and through their reactions and sometimes through very small amounts of interactions, we can still tell who these people are for the most part. Okay. So uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about a little bit here was the, um, pacing this is almost two hours yeah and it it really drags for a minute yeah and it and it's really slow to get into what it's trying to get into and it takes a long time to set itself up um that is the biggest negative for me is how much or, or how long it takes to get everything set up to a point that everything finally happens. I think you could easily cut 20 minutes out of this movie and you wouldn't miss yeah. a ton. Well, um, I w- I, I, I'm going to agree that the pacing's off um, at a certain point in the second act. Um, I don't think it took that long to build up everything. Um, I feel like the, like the buildup that we have is utilized well to like show us like what's really going on with these characters without having to like dive into a, a ton of context. Um, but uh, but yeah, there is there is a certain point in like the second act where it does start to slump it, a little bit. Yeah, and and it I don't know it. I had to kind of really force myself to pay attention through that because I was really feeling like, okay, 
get get to where you want to get to because I'm losing yeah. fucking interest here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, that was that was the point of the movie where I was sitting there going like, I wish I was in here by myself, or at least I had chosen to sit in the back because this is where I would have been taking notes. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's fair. I didn't take any notes on this movie, which is something I do usually do. One of the things I I also want to touch on. Um, I, I saw this with Nicole and she, at one point toward the beginning, she leaned over to me and she said, who am I supposed to be rooting for here? Whose side am I on? <laughs> the child. And, and the well, child. that's what I, that's what I said. I, it, well, no, actually what I first said was, I think Santa's, I think, but he's such a, like, he's such a negative bum at the beginning of this that it's hard to be on his side up until See, a certain point. See, this is how I know I'm a terrible person because the whole time I'm watching him going, if I was Santa, this is the Santa I would be. This is the it's stopping for drinks along the way and then going, what the fuck is wrong with the world? I, I have often thought there would be no worse hell than living forever. And especially <laughs> and especially if if your entire existence is is being Santa and taking presents to people and stuff. Uh, that just seems like utter hell to me. So well, I, I'm sh- don't, I'm sure I don't having, blame him. I'm sure having Willy Wonka-esque slave labor probably helps alleviate some of the pain. Like, we don't know where he got the elves from. He could have enslaved these poor guys, and now they've just got the world's craziest... What is that syndrome? Where, um... Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome. Yep. I think that's always been... That's been my theory as an adult on Santa is Santa is running a slave shop fueled by Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the heist a little bit, because uh, that's something we haven't really touched on yet. The Die Hard-esque side of this with John Leguizamo. Yep. Uh, you said you really enjoyed his performance in this. I actually thought it was kind of weak. Uh, it's oh, one of you? his weaker performances, in my opinion. Uh, it felt like he kind of wasn't trying that hard. Um, I don't know. I, 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 feel, I feel like the whole uh, not trying hard made him come off a lot more level-headed as a criminal. Um, that's fair rather than rather than like psychotic or like over the top yeah um i felt and to me like it even says at one point in the movie that they all have a military background to me this is what somebody who with a military background who's been in situations like this before this is how they especially if they're the leader of a squad this is how they would manage the whole thing i agree Um, with all that i'm talking about how he says his lines his delivery is just kind of, I don't know. And and that must just be a stylistic choice on his end because he's not like that in other movies. Right. Um, it's either that or he, he thought this movie was going to flop or it was beneath him or something. I don't know. It just feels like... No, it, this I, is the same guy that know. played Luigi in the Mario Brothers the movie. Nothing, did you ever see The no, Pest? Uh, I I did. I saw that. I also oh, saw the happening. I also saw the happening. Yeah. This guy has had plenty of opportunities for his bar to go down. I a mean, that, that's notches fair. Over the years, I just he was by far, I think, the weakest actor, even when compared to the kid in this. For me, I mm. it just I don't know. His delivery just felt weird, and I I didn't really buy it most of the time. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, I thought everybody else did a great job. I that kid is got she's going to blow up cuz she is really good in this. Yeah. Um and and David Harbour is I, I he's terrifying when he's really when he's really going after everybody. It's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Like you said this this movie is brutal. Um mm-hmm. but but like I said I don't think it's go- it's super gory. The guy that directed this, uh Tommy Workola, he's also 
Um, he's a writer, director, and a producer. He is the guy that did Dead Snow. Did you ever see Dead Snow? I did not. The, the killer zombie Nazi movies. There was two of them. He also did no. Hansel and Gretel, uh, the Witch Hunter okay. movies. Let me see. Hansel and Gretel was uh, very aesthetically appealing, but I did not enjoy that movie. I didn't either, actually, now that you say that. Um, and then uh, some of this other stuff I've never heard of. He's got he's got this coming up, Spermageddon. Um and there's nothing about it other than two narrative threads. One is an emerging love story between two awkward teens, Jens and Lisa, who are having sex for the first time. And the other is an eventful quest of Simon the Seaman and his friends to reach the oh. golden goal, the egg. Oh my God, it's Osmosis Jones it with says, jizz. It says it's an animation musical, so you might actually, oh my God. You might actually os- be dead on. It's on Osmosis Jones with jizz. That's actually oh hysterical. Oh my God. So um, we got that to look forward to, at least. He doesn't really have that many uh, credits. And this was yeah. written by Pat Casey, who, um, funnily enough, did the uh, he wrote the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Okay. So well, that sort to, of explains to be, some of the, some of the to jokes be honest, and stuff. To be, to be fair to him, no one had an issue with the writing in the Sonic movies. That's true. That's true. It was not on his part. If I remember correctly, everybody was kind of unanimously with that movie other than how Sonic looked. Yeah, and what and once the studio got bullied into changing it, <laughs> it actually ended up doing pretty well. And then they must be writing partners because um Josh Miller here also is credited for the exact same movies. Um Okay. So they must be writing partners. Um, but anyway, I would like to get into the uh, ending here. We're going to start getting into spoilers from here on out. So if you would like to, um, I will try to remember to put uh, chapters down below and I will name this chapter spoiler and anything beyond the spoiler chapter is uh, spoiler free in theory. So um, let's go ahead and talk spoilers here. Uh, tell me what you think about the ending of this movie. Uh, it's the most over the top part of this movie. The ending is, uh, I mean, he takes on a highly trained military squad, not 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 just like a small team, but like a dozen. Yeah. It's way over the top. It's still a ton of fun. Don't get me wrong. It's still a ton of fun, but it's uh, it's definitely over the top. I like the ending. I I, I, I did. I I think uh, John Leguizamo's death is his. I thought it was his. Hysterical. Yeah. I also thought it was incredibly creative. Yeah. It's, it, it's, and it's, it's got a great setup creative. to it, too. Like, they set up how he goes up and down those chimneys so well. And yeah. it, it is it is kind of the the very end battle. There is a, a fireplace there for no fucking reason. They end up at, like, a broke-down cabin and well, there's okay, a fireplace be, that stands on its own for no fucking to be, reason but to be to be fair uh there uh, these like old fa- old money family estates a lot of them will have structures from like right. previous buildings on the property Adam. yeah so that one that i can kind of I, I, I can give that a pass but the fact that they end up right in front of a chimney is very uh coincidental and and convenient kind of convenient don't you think yeah <laughs> like, well yeah yeah <laughs> But how else is it going to kill him? Well, but I do agree with you. It is the be- it's probably the best kill in this movie. Um, oh, uh, hands down. And yeah. and it's so brutal. He ends up like raining blood down below him too, <laughs> and it's just so fucking awesome. Uh, but it is it is one of those things. It's like when you finally find out 
uh, kind of Santa's backstory, you kind of expect him to be brutal. And it's from there that he gets super brutal with the hammer and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I actually think this, all the setups that they have in the beginning of this movie pay off in a really good way, including the chimney thing. Um, John Leguizamo gets what he deserves. We find out 100%. the son, we find out the son is the one that stole all of the money. Um, which I'm not sure how I feel about that, but it is kind of funny that his mom was like, you took what you wanted and that's what we do, sweetie. I forgive yeah. you. That's a little, that's a little strange. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I think, um, given the, given how his family is, I'm going to give him a pass on stealing the money because they're all just horrible, horrible well, people. And that's, that's kind of the, the takeaway, right? Like I, I thought it was really funny. And when she leaned over and to me and said, who am I supposed to be rooting for here? Um, it, it is kind of questionable because there are no good people in this for it being such a feel good Christmas movie at the end. Yeah. Um, there are no good people in this. And so it is really interesting that they're able to get that, that like family Christmas ending feeling at the end of this, uh, while still maintaining the action horror dislikable people thing. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's super fucking impressive. Yeah. So for sure. Okay. Well, um, why don't you give me your final thoughts and give me a rating on violent night? I'm going to give this an eight out of 10 because the only issue I had with it is the pacing for a few minutes, it's not even the whole act, but for a few minutes in the second act, the pacing really takes a weird turn. Um, but I mean, it's shot beautifully. It's it's acted uh, beautifully. It's really well directed. The uh, the lighting and the cinematography is really good. Um, I wouldn't say it's like anything like you know um, groundbreaking, but it is it is really good. Um, and like I said, I think everything except for those few minutes, uh, was really, really well done. And I'm definitely going to be buying this when it comes out, uh, on, uh, 4k Blu-ray. I'll be buying it on 4k Blu-ray everyone. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Uh, my final thoughts are, this is a really fun ride. Um, although for something named violent night, it can be slow. Um, I was expecting more violence, especially again, referring to the name. Um, I really expected some sort of bloodbath scene at some point, which never really happened, I guess in the shed maybe, but it's not, I don't know. I, I was just expecting a more from something called violent night. As far as that mm -hmm. goes with that being said, the kills are awesome. There are some brutal stuff in here. It's gory, but it's not too gory. It's actiony, but it's not too actiony. It's fun, and and it's a great Christmas movie. I will definitely yep. be pulling this movie out year after year because I will be buying this as well in 4K. Um, there are some movies that I don't feel like I need to own. I feel like I need to own this. This is mm -hmm. this is a great, great action horror gory fun time. Um, and I'm gonna rate it a seven out of ten because I do have a much bigger issue with the pacing than you do. An hour 50, what is it? What, what did they say? Uh, an uh, hour 52. That's a really long time for this. Um, yeah. And and I think easily 15 to 20 minutes could be chopped down to this in, in various different scenes and not have some of the fights go on as long as they do. All that kind of stuff. There's, there's little nitpicks here and there that I can make. 
but all in all, it's 7 out of 10, and I definitely recommend it. I think this movie is a very good reason to go to a theater, and I do um, not say that very often. One thing I wanted to touch on that we actually didn't touch on, um, did you feel like, maybe I watched, maybe it's because I've watched mostly on my TV now, I felt like the image was really soft. Is that um, just me? That may have been your theater, because that's definitely not something that I noticed. Okay. Um, but I, I'm not sure. You Did you go to a smaller, like, independent theater? No, I went to uh, Roadhouse Cinemas. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe the projector was just slightly out of focus or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, that is not something that I noticed. Okay. Um, but let us know down in the comments what you think about this movie. Did you think it was soft? Let let us know, because I did not notice that, and that might be a me thing. I'm not saying you're maybe wrong. Maybe my eyes are going bad. I don't know. Um, but... Let us know down in the comments what you think about this movie uh, and if you recommend it. I thought this was a really good time and uh, it is the first like action Christmas movie that I've seen in a while that I was like really on board for and David Harbour kicks ass. Yes, so, he does. Thank you guys for watching so much. If you liked this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit that subscribe button because we got a lot more content like this on this channel, we try to post at least one review a week. We've been doing a lot of other stuff other than like podcast reviews lately, and it's been going pretty well, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Welcome to all the new subscribers. We really appreciate everybody that's been hitting the sub button recently. It's We've been growing at a pretty good rate, and that's actually really dope. So thank you guys so much for watching and subbing, um, and we will see you guys next time from the deep. Bye-bye. Ta-ta.